Hi, folks. Welcome back to the State Tax Show. I'm Matt Hunsaker. Today, we have a short little update on economic nexus for sales and income taxes. Hey, I hope everyone's doing well. I've got a busy week, so this is going to be a short one today. A while back, actually, this is probably like 10 years ago, I went to a seminar with Brian Garner, who teaches on the use of English language in uh, legal practice. And in that presentation, he said something that really caught my attention, and that was to never turn down an opportunity to speak. That's probably good advice if you want to become a good speaker, but I'm not sure if it is the best advice for someone who's trying to manage a busy legal practice. It's only the second week of January, and I already have five speaking commitments, so this is getting out of hand quickly. So by now, most states have adopted an economic nexus threshold under the Wayfair decision. Most of the states are around $100,000, though we do have a few up at $500,000. But right now, we still have three states that have not yet enacted an economic nexus statute, and those states are Florida, Kansas, and Missouri. But I expect that this is probably going to change this legislative session. Back in December, Senate Bill 50 was filed in the Florida Senate, and what this legislation would do would be to introduce a $100,000 economic presence nexus threshold for remote sellers. That'd be $100,000 per year. And this legislation also would include the marketplace facilitator collection obligations. But what it does, and I think this is good policy, is it excludes travel agency services, delivery network companies, you know, think like the the folks that deliver food from local restaurants and also payment processors who are, you know, just processing the cash as it comes through but don't really have any sort of a, a real marketplace function. The House had previously introduced House Bill 15, which I haven't read but I think that it's fairly similar to Senate Bill 50. So, keep an eye on that in Florida. Missouri is also getting on the bandwagon. Last week, they introduced House Bill 554, and there's also a similar bill in the Senate that is Senate Bill 153. This is similar to 2020 legislation that died when the legislature adjourned early because of the pandemic. And no big surprise here, it introduces a $100,000 threshold on sales of tangible personal property in the previous 12-month period. Now, like Florida, Missouri's economic presence bill also creates a marketplace facilitator collection responsibility. But there's one interesting thing. Some legislators view this new marketplace facilitator legislation and economic presence legislation for remote sellers as a tax increase. And so they see 
a need for a tax decrease somewhere else to offset it. So these bills would ratchet down the income tax rate as they ratchet up sales tax collections from remote sellers and marketplace facilitators. The way this works is somewhat mechanical and involves some numbers that you'll probably promptly forget. And it's pending, so I'm not going to bother going into that in much detail. So that leaves us with Kansas. Kansas is by far, I believe, the most interesting out of all of these states. Back in, uh, I think it was 2019, they famously said that they didn't need any economic presence legislation and issued a notice saying that they would collect from any remote seller who sold into the state regardless of the amounts. And then there was a little bit of a dust-up with the AG who got involved uh, with the validity of that notice. But the department still takes the position, as far as I know, that they can collect from any remote vendor, regardless of how much they sell into the state, and that there's really no small business exception. And I think that they really are actively going after remote sellers under this authority. I think if I heard right... The Revenue Secretary, Mark Burkhart, said that they were going to first look at the bigger sellers and then move on to the smaller sellers. I think, though, what we'll probably see is some legislation in Kansas, probably this session, in fact. I don't think anything's been introduced, but I haven't checked in the last week or so. And we're still early in the season. A bill was passed in 2019 that would have codified economic presence, but it was vetoed. But I think folks think that if an economic presence bill does get passed, that it will be signed this go around, you know, assuming that it's reasonable. So that's where we're at on the statutory front. And I think what we need to think about now looking down the road is kind of the next phase or frontier of economic presence and That's going to be as the bugs start to show themselves as these statutes are enforced, how states use the regulatory process to smooth some of those things out. California recently asked for comments on their marketplace facilitator regs, and Illinois just released more guidance recently. So we're we're starting to get into that phase, and I think we'll be in full swing in not too long. But what about income tax nexus? How do the economic nexus thresholds spill over into that part of the tax world? Well, a few states, like Hawaii and Texas, have adopted the same economic nexus standard for sales tax as for income or franchise tax. And of course, lots of states have, for years, had factor presence nexus standards, which were based on sales. So this is nothing new. But it will be interesting to see if things evolve so that there is ultimately some symmetry between the two systems. It doesn't seem to be going that way in Tennessee. Last summer, Tennessee dropped their sales tax economic presence threshold from $500,000 down to $100,000. But they have been very clear that this change does not drop the $500,000 Brightline test for franchise and and excise tax, which is essentially their income tax. So you still have the $500,000 test on the 
franchise and excise tax side under the factor presence nexus, and then the $100,000 sales threshold on the sales tax side for remote sellers. Well, there is your quick economic presence update. Feel free to hit me up if you have any questions. I'll be back next Monday with a new episode. And until then, have yourselves a great week. The State Tax Show Podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.